Thought Cops presents Escape from Neo Chicago, a live Thought Cops event. Thursday, August 26th at the Lincoln Lodge Theater in Neo Chicago. Join the Thought Cops Kevin and Grant with special guest deputies Brandon Kirkman and Martin Felschman for a night of irony-poisoned alternative comedy forged from the darkest corners of the internet. Tickets are $10. Ticket link in the episode description. only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's gotta do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am officer kevin i'm officer grant Hey, here's here's a good idea. I'm gonna uh, take one of these green squirt guns and shoot my head myself in the head before you shoot me in the head. You're scared of me, aren't you? Yeah, it's terrifying. Grant, this is a this is a historic moment, and I'd be lying if I'd said or if I said I wasn't at least a little bit sentimental because this is the last time we're recording in this room. We've been recording in this room for the better part of uh, four and a half years, aside from a good chunk of the pandemic. Right. And uh, you'll be moving soon, so we'll have to record in a different bedroom. We're moving on up, folks. We're upgrading after, you know, a lot of hard work and time and effort put in. We've decided to move on to a different bedroom to record in. Right. Exactly. As you do. And if you want to, hey, if you're uh, wondering, I want to see this one last time. I got to see what these guys are talking about. Head on over to YouTube and search for Thought Cops. Yeah, there it is. Because all the video episodes do go up on there as well. So you get an added, added element to the show before you're just listening now you can see you can hear us and then soon enough it's going to be like the shrek 4d experience at universal studios where you can uh smell if we're passing gas or whatever nasty stuff they had in there uh, i've never been you had never been there no i think that yeah like i think shrek farts <laughs> uh that's wild i think they spray water on you at some point from shrek's ass or i think so yeah he's like uh and he says like something like uh Oh, yeah, that was a, a, a beefy bowl of chili I had earlier. Let's go ahead and thank last week's guest, DJ Doug Pound. <laughs> thank you, Doug, for putting up with this. Monumental. And let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show. Let's get down with this crap. Let's just say hello and welcome to Merit K. How are you, Merit? I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. It is our pleasure. Merritt, you are a podcaster, a writer, and a generally pleasant presence on Twitter, I would say. Yeah, thank thank you for saying that, because 
Um, Absolutely. Today, I was thinking, wow, I'm really abrasive on Twitter. I should, I should post less. Like I I should just step back from the platform. Um, But this has encouraged me to redouble my efforts. So double down, (laughs) post more. I think that every every poster has that moment where they think to them. Every responsible poster has that moment where they think to themselves, "Yeah, maybe I should pull back." And the answer is always no. Right. Um, but yeah, you are also the uh, self-described president of podcasts at Fanbyte. Now, I also want to talk a little bit about Fanbyte too. So it's it's sort of like a, a video game website, a hub of uh, articles, podcasts, uh, all different kinds of content based around the thing we all love and grew up with: video games. Yeah. So I mean, it started as a gaming site. Uh, it's kind of expanded at this point. Like I I edit a lot of movie reviews, so we're doing that kind of stuff. Um, it is owned by Tencent, so there is that. But also, the nice thing okay. about being owned by a Chinese mega corporation is that we're such a small line item on their their budget that no one over there knows what the hell we're doing. Uh, and, oh, that's awesome. and so it, it never comes in. It's like in the in the states, if you're owned by some VC, they're trying to micromanage. They're trying to like you know um, turn a quick profit on some some publication. Tencent doesn't sure. know what we're doing ever. So a lot of people hate That's Tencent and like there are reasons to be sus of them for sure. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I would agree. But yeah. Yeah. It's a paycheck. But it is a paycheck. So. Hey, uh, Tencent, if you're listening, Grant and I would love to uh, perhaps if you want to sponsor a, maybe even a bigger bedroom to record maybe, in. Maybe throw us a cent. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Huh? I, know you, I know you got at least 10 lying around. <laughs> a dime or two. Mm. Yeah, that. That uh, that sounds interesting. That uh, the the website sort of has expanded because I know that you seem to have uh, like your fingers in a lot of different things with uh, like some of the articles you've written, some of the podcasts you've worked on, and stuff like that. It it seems like you have a very uh, broad depth of like things that you've worked on and uh, just like uh, different topics and things that you're interested in that have all sort of like you know created the 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 work that you've done this is like this is a terrible question we're terrible interviewers <laughs> we're getting really bad at this i think we've gotten worse i think we need a change of scenery i think so maybe and i really mm. think that's just gonna fix mm. everything so um, uh to be clear that was a question though well that was just a statement but i guess <laughs> the question is um so i i think one of the things that you've sort of been focusing on a little more is this sort of your baby, your project, the the K-hole world that seems to have evolved out of a couple different things that you've been doing? Yeah, that's definitely like my most self-indulgent kind of project. Um, so the problem with doing a lot of things and kind of being like easily bored and, uh, and flighty is that um, the only thing people know me for is on my Twitter account, which is like one of the most mortifying things in the world when you like meet someone <laughs> in public and they're like, Oh, I loved your posts. And it's like this or this I am recognized. Um, yeah, but right. yeah. yeah, the K hole started as, um, kind of a continuation of a podcast I used to do, which was called Woodland Secrets, which was a weird name, but basically that was just an interview show. Uh, the K hole, we did 30 episodes of it as an interview show we had like a bunch of really cool people on actually i think some people that you guys have had on as well um i was gonna say we had some crossover yeah we had um i had justin wang on um Mm -hmm. a couple months ago felix from chapo was on a little while ago uh so yeah that's 
on hiatus right now. It's coming back in Q4, probably in a totally different form. Um, because okay. it's just my weird little project that I get to do whatever I want with. And um, are you guys moving to a new bedroom too? Uh, <laughs> I'm staying in my bedroom. I think my producer, Jordan Mallory, I think he has moved to a different bedroom. So, hmm. hey, people are doing it. Moving uh, on up. Yeah. R- r- uh, leases are up and whatnot. Yeah. He was living um, in a tiny yeah. house, actually. So he didn't even have a bedroom. It was just like one room. Uh, so now he has uh. multiple rooms, which we're all, is very exciting. Fancy. More places to put your stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, like, like just the the number of different things that you've been doing. How do you feel like how do you prioritize some of some of the things? Because I know that I also struggle with that and Kevin probably to a certain extent too, but I can't speak I know, on his I never behalf. struggle ever. Never mind. Uh <laughs> but like how do you, how do you prioritize some of the things you decide to work on? I think is um, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Everyone has their own system, right? Like I actually got really like normie about it recently and bought like um like a productivity book and was just like reading through all this stuff that like tech bros were really into 10 years ago and i was like yeah yeah i am in a was one of those books was one of those books where they're like how to how to kick ass and fuck life thankfully it wasn't that it wasn't like epic gamer stuff but it was just like yeah yeah uh just like here's how to like get things done it's actually called getting things done um and so that's helped uh just having a system of like organizing stuff and uh i don't know i just yeah i have a lot of lists I keep a lot of lists of like <laughs> just basically anything it does i help. think the most important thing really yeah. is just like whenever you have a thought about like anything that you want to do something with like something that you have to take action on you just like make a note of it like either you write it down or you put it in like you know like a, an app or something like yeah literally I, I struggled with that yeah. though because and i had to be yeah to be transparent everybody yes i do sometimes struggle i'm sorry i lied wow, earlier that's so brave because i have thank you thank you uh but i have yeah i, I have all these like fleeting thoughts and things i want to like oh this would be a good idea for something or this is like something i have to take care of and i have my you know my notes app in my iphone and there's just like hundreds of notes that are there's no organization yeah i don't know what's in there and it's just like so I'll yeah write it down but well you what know, you gotta do go? so you're doing the first part which is capturing stuff but then what you gotta do is process it so then you like go through mm. all of your stuff and break it down into like tasks and projects. And I'm a total dork about this, um, but it's like so. Uh, no, I'm listening. I need. It's this. so helpful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like just devoting like a, a whole weekend to just like okay, I'm gonna brain dump everything I have in my head from like oh, I need to like put this furniture together to like I need to do this project, and then you just try and like split it up into projects and like think about like what is the next thing I need to do to make this happen okay um and none of this is very funny it's just it's just sort of how <laughs> how i organize things uh this is a uh i i always build this as a uh talk show first and if comedy happens you don't want to force the comedy it's, you know it's edutainment right yeah uh, yeah, no, what was the yeah. T- what was the term you used was that no i thought you called it en- entermation. entermation or something yeah, like that entertainment yeah. versus information no that's uh Whatever the fuck it That's was. That's Nathan Masri of the uh, Garfield. Oh Eats, my god! Coined. Oh my god! I am obsessed. I with think him. he coined. What's going on with that now? Okay, so last time I checked, um, he had switched to the Scooby Doo license. Yes, Scooby Doo. So he, he had rebranded. Oh, come on. Yeah, he had. Which like it doesn't even make sense because like 
it's like still lasagna. <laughs> it's like Garfield eats lasagna. What right. does Scooby-Doo eat? Huge sandwiches. I think. Like 10 foot tall hoagies. Right. Maybe, maybe Shaggy just eats those. I think Scooby-Doo does though. But like, so why are you selling this lasagna as Scooby-Doo? Like, I don't know. He also, if, if you haven't seen any of his, like his film work, you really, really need to. Um, it's fascinating. He has a, a short film about him meeting, um, running into an Arab man, uh, and, uh, them getting into a big thing about Jews versus Arabs at the uh, grocery store. And it's treated with And this the, is the uh, guy handling the Scooby-Doo property. You gotta be <laughs> kidding me. It's, <laughs> they just don't do any vetting anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, no, but he is, he is such a fascinating guy. He also wrote an autobiography. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's, I know I think he's also super young too, isn't he? He's like 28 years. I think he's younger than me. Yeah, he basically is like a um like a fail son um whose dad just like keeps funding his dumbass ideas. Uh and uh and just like is not allowed to fail basically. Uh because that'd be nice. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I mean, would it be because then you might be like him and we'd all be like laughing, but he's yeah, I guess a great time. You, yeah, you would never learn. But I, I do have to ask, though, what happened to the Garfield license? How did he have... Why did he have to jump over to Scooby-Doo? I Scooby think he Doo? just went under on it. I think he just... I think it just... I You know, I think uh, COVID had a lot to do with it. I think they closed yeah. the restaurant and they still tried to make it a thing, but it just fizzled. No, yeah. I thought it was a bunch of hired goons showed up. They're like, yeah, we're here on behalf of Jim Davis, <laughs> sir. Oh, yeah, the like, Jim no. Ma- it's like... it's it's He's such a fascinating case study of, like, what would happen if, like, a uh, uh, possibly schizophrenic um, man was instead of you know like most schizophrenic people having like no support and ending up on the streets or or whatever um, was just given unlimited amounts of money. And what would happen is you would get a restaurant with in Comic Sans the text "Love me, feed me, don't leave me." Huge, taking up most of the sign, and then Garfield eats in the corner. Incredible, an amazing social experiment. It just makes me feel good to be an actual failure and not a fail son you know like it's at least i can take pride in that you know brent you are not a failure because we have a live show coming up very soon what and this is the last time i'm gonna fucking mention it okay guys well yeah because it's next week that's right and if if you're you're in chicago buy tickets if you're listening to it on tuesday when this comes out it's this week and you have so little time to fix your problem by not buying a ticket and go on Check out the episode description. You can buy a ticket. There's a link there. We couldn't have made it a whole lot easier for you, okay? If you don't show up, that is your problem. Fuck the fans. Yeah, fuck. Uh, (laughs) Or Google Escape from Neo Chicago. It's like the first. You're really, you are so proud of that fact. Yeah, it's good SEO practice. So we have a live show coming up called Thought Cops Escape from Neo Chicago. And I guess if you Google the specific phrase Escape from Neo Chicago, we're the only thing that pops up. And Grant is just over the moon about this fact. Yeah, we hit this one out of the ball. I just don't think that many people are Googling that phrase. They should be. Well, I guess that's one way to find it. If you don't want to use the link, Google Escape from Neo Chicago, you find it. Uh, The show's on. Thursday, August 26th at 7 p.m. at the Lincoln Lodge in Logan Square in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I don't know the zip code. I want to say 60647, but I could be wrong. Please it don't. It doesn't matter. If you, if you show up at the wrong location, I'm so sorry. I am, If you show up at a different zip code, 
same actually you know what that did happen our friend did plug in the wrong lincoln lodge at the last show live show we did and like he showed up like uh 45 minutes late because which what how I, many lincoln lodges are there remember there, there was an old location remember ah oh. like under the gun theater or whatever it was so he ended up all the way up in lakeview or something that's not 45 <laughs> minutes away i don't know i wasn't However Whatever. long it was, however long, don't make don't make the same the same mistake that he made. Don't make a mistake. Show up at the live show because we got Brandon Kirkman, we got Martin Felschman, and oh yeah, that's right, Martin's making cookies for everybody, and they're all going to be individually wrapped, wow. so you don't have to worry about cooties or COVID. Well, even though no, I mean, but even if they are wrapped, like when you got Halloween candy as a kid, like if it was like a cookie, that's definitely got like cyanide or razor blades in it right yeah razor right, blades but, yeah but it's like okay i want to add to the promise we gave last time we we promised last time if you come to the show you will not get a disease the cookies <laughs> the cookies will not have razor blades in them or any kind of poison please your vaccine won't be just saline we're not going to vaccinate the guests well no i'm saying if you're vaccinated to come to the show that's a german yeah, this is, this episode really isn't that funny yet. Uh, maybe, <laughs> fun. maybe in the future. Wait, what was the saline the injection thing? Funny. Who is injecting? Uh, there was there was a nurse in Germany that uh, fake vaccinated like hundreds, if not thousands, of people with just saline. That's yeah. okay. So that's really fucked up because that saline yeah. could have been used to make people's balls bigger. <laughs> Grant literally just did a spit take. <laughs> no, I didn't literally. Oh, well, the audience uh, would have, sort of. They would have liked to have thought that you did. Uh, right. Yeah, I didn't actually. But and maybe Merritt would have felt better if knowing the joke. Oh, actually, I did do a spit yeah. take. <laughs> I just kidding. For those of you listening and not watching, he spit up all over the place, and it's yeah. it was epic, it's disgusting. I think I think anyway, if you, if you uh, inject saline in your balls, though, I think that that can like. Oh, fuck with your hormones or something. I don't think it's I good think for sound you, healthy. but people do no, it. No, don't, don't, no, people... Don't put salt in your balls, people. <laughs> I'm not fucking around with this. I don't know. All I'm telling don't you worry. is I know people do it. I had a friend who was really obsessed with, like, the whole subculture. I, I'm sure there is a term for it. I don't know what it is. But, um... But, no, people do it. Ball baggers, they're called. Wow. I don't know if that... I don't think that's true. Now, I wouldn't do silicone. Speak Someone, a Liquid Grand in the chat is saying some people do silicone. Um, uh, I wouldn't put free silicone in your body. That doesn't tend to end well. No. Speaking of things not tending to end well, uh, we have a uh, new Fire Bros episode. It, what do you mean it ended well or it didn't end well? We ended by talking about Space Jam 2. Oh, no. Space that Jam, a, that new, a new legacy. End well at all. You don't have to correct me on that. Well, if everybody knows what Space Jam 2 is. I just it's just disrespectful to the people who made the movie. You're right, you're right. By I'm calling sorry. it the wrong name. All right. Um Space Jam, I think you should leave season two. Uh the Green Knight, uh, and one more Another an round. Another round. Yes. We reviewed four different pieces of media with our friend Josh, aka Sleep Science. That's up now. Head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops because for a measly two dollars, you get that episode and all of the other ones we did. That is so much content for $2. And if you like it, it's too much content, you can keep the subscription going. Give us $2 every month for the rest of your life. It helps us out a lot. Not the rest of your life, however long you want. You can cancel it right away if you want to. That's fine. I won't judge you, but check it out. It was a lot of fun. 
Uh, we didn't watch. I, we didn't watch Space Jam for nothing. We did it for you, the listeners. Merritt, did you watch Space Jam? I did not watch Space Jam. Um, Good. Don't. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> planning on it. I have been really, uh, really getting into like going back to theaters, but mostly just been seeing like repertory stuff. Um, I want to see The Green Knight. I haven't done it yet, but yeah, Space Jam looks kind of like just grim, like. Not great. No. Did you just, watch those clips on Twitter at least? Yeah. Just really, really like grim and like depressing. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It's a lot worse when you're experiencing I it bet, like, yeah. first person in front of your eyeballs. Oh, if you're going to watch it though, like get do some drugs. Yeah. Get do drugs. Yeah. Do whatever you can just to make, knock yourself out, be with right. some yeah. friends and to be like, oh, yeah, I was kind of there, you know? Yeah. So I think I saw a basketball. Anyway. Let's uh, let's move on to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show called Two Minutes of Hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap. Are what the fuck? Kidding? What the fuck was that? That was my. That's actually my two minutes of hate this week. Uh, you you want to go first? Forget, forget, <laughs> yeah, actually, fuck it. I'll go first. Um, that never happens. Why did that I, go off? It's been doing it more and more recently. You didn't even say its name, but my two minutes of hate this she week. She who shall not be named. She who shall not be named when videos and certain things that I'm watching on television or anything else, when it triggers my Amazon Echo device. We all know the name of the Amazon Echo device. I'm really misspeaking today. Um, we all know the name of the Amazon Echo device. Anytime it thinks it hears its name... It's got to speak up. It scares the shit out of me. I'll be, like watching, me. I'll be watching TikTok videos in bed at 2 a.m. And I'll just hear, I'm sorry, I didn't pick that up. Could you please repeat that? And it's like, Jesus Christ, that's the loudest thing I've ever heard. It's that's 2 in the morning. It's terrifying. Just a random woman's voice in my apartment speaking to me at 2 a.m. Nightmarish. Horrifying. Mary, do you have one of these uh, spying devices in your home? <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I just, I just put a box in my house that uh, has a direct line to Jeff Bezos's computer, and he can look directly into my home at all times. Um, yeah, he uses that, uh, that robot eye that he has. Yeah, exactly. No, no, God, I don't. I mean, like, of course, I have a, uh, I have a phone. I have, you know, I'm online, so everyone, <laughs> right, everyone right. already knows where I am. So I don't know why that to me is like a step too far. But like, it just feels right. like I have to make a stand somewhere, and it's like no, not in my not in my name, not in my home. Um, yeah, I don't even like using Siri. Do you guys ever turn your phones off like for any chunks of the day? I feel like I did that once, and I got yelled at for it, and I never did it. Again. I should. Boy, like, I really should. Some of your dating or something, or family, either family or so, like something like that. I can't even remember. Because I turned my phone off for the first time in a long time the other day because I was watching the new Evangelion movie and I didn't want to be distracted. <laughs> that's If you're seeing a movie, that's, that's Yeah, fair. that's the kind of reverent situation that you need to turn your phone off for. Yeah, I was like, I, I should do this more often, but like this feels like, yeah, I, this feels like it deserves my full attention and I don't want to like, yeah. And it was so nice. I was like, there were some times like I did pick up my phone just to like check the time or like see if anybody texted me right and uh there was just nothing nothing came up and i was like oh that's nice i like that okay so conversely though um i w was at a movie last weekend i went to see friday the 13th 
on Saturday the 14th uh, at midnight. Oh, appropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was a midnight <laughs> showing and small theater, not that many people there. And my seat was like in the back row, um, like with hardly anyone around me. So I got to experience the the pleasure of using your phone at the theater um, because it's not like anyone could see the light. It was just like, wow, sure. this is, I hate when people do this. It's terrible, but like, it's not affecting anyone. I can tweet about the movie while I'm watching. Uh, but did you get kind of like a thrill from I that? Did. I, I did. I feel like that would be like weird, weirdly exciting. Yeah, no, it was. So it felt like I was like getting a away with sort of. It was like, it was like how I would feel um, when I was younger about sneaking in booze to a movie, which now is sure, like, sure. you can just buy booze at the movies now. So whatever. But like, that's the one thing they won't let you do. I mean, there's probably a few things, but yeah, maybe. I still sneak booze into a movie theater. I don't, I don't care. It's cheap. I'm not paying for anything. I don't have any money. That's fair. I mean, I think, yeah, no, I mean, sneak whatever you want into a movie theater. Not whatever you want, not, but not uh, a gun. Any, anything that <laughs> any, <laughs> I want to bring Grant's Alexa. No, to don't, the theater. don't invoke its name. Do you know how annoying it is to have a sister whose name is nearly Alexa? And to be talking on the phone with her or about her to other family, and that fucking thing's going off in the middle of my phone calls. And it's probably like alerting her, like, yeah, hey, uh, hey, Alexis, your family thinks this about you he behind didn't have your to back. Dox my sister. Oh, give me a break. We have different last names, whatever. <laughs> Nobody. Anyway, uh, my uh, my punishment is. Uh, Shit, what's a what's a good punishment for these things? Do we uh office space it, you know, take it out to the middle of a field and I mean if we break can't it open anything, with a baseball we bat? We do have a wheel. No, nah, I like the office space punishment. Okay. Uh a Dilbert text in the chat or uh Ratbert text in the chat. Uh There's always, a Ratbert? Well, that's what No, I know that's what he's called, but like I knew there was a dog I don't bird know. and a Dilbert and a cat bird, but But he's he he's always quick to point out that when I'm shaven that I look like the guy from Office Space. So I you feel do. like it's you it's do. fitting. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's my punishment. Okay, uh Merit, anything bothering you? Anything you'd like yeah, to get off the chest? I mean, I know that you, I know you want to talk about this later on more, but like this week especially has just been like adults on TikTok talking with like that really specific cadence it's like yeah we can we can get into it now and like elaborate yeah, more on the okay. specific stuff uh, because yeah yeah yeah, yeah so i i really hate this it's too. just like like what is the matter like how how did this happen and all i can think and people were trying to explain it to me or trying to come up with reasons and um the most compelling one i can think is that they're trying to imitate the 20 year old girls on the platform um <laughs> <laughs> because you know for for, yeah. for reasons that could range from just trying to like fit in and become viral to more nefarious stuff uh but like right. it's just unlistenable it's like i feel like it's like some kind of like psychic warfare when i hear it like yeah, yeah. unbearable and we'll we'll get to some prime oh examples yeah. of that later yeah. but you did have a good post on twitter the other day about like wanting to rub <laughs> the soy face lotion all over <laughs> all over tiktok, TikTok which, yeah the soy yeah. face cleanser from fresh yeah yeah just like oh my god it's you don't have the, okay so tiktok like i'm not one of those people who thinks like oh tiktok is just all cringe because there is like mm -hmm. actual funny stuff happening on there um 
like it's sort of continue me <laughs> right it's like <laughs> continuing the legacy yeah. of vine in some ways but like right sure but sure. i feel like vine didn't have this kind of stuff on it maybe it did and i'm just like romanticizing it but like truly truly abhorrent behavior ejection from society um buried in funko pops i think is the only <sighs> the only true justice at first i thought it does feel like a good point first i thought take away the funko pops but i think it's more ironic if you have oh you love funko pops how how about ten thousand funko pops Right, and that goes into, like, on our wheel back here, we have uh, different categories of punishments, and that would fall in line with Smoke the Whole Pack. Ah, yes, in which, yeah. Oh, you oh, you like your Funko Pops, huh? Why don't you try getting buried alive in them? <laughs> I wouldn't like that, you know? Obviously, who would? Yeah, I feel like the tone of voice that you're talking about is similar, in a sense, to, like, almost like a modern radio voice, you know? Yeah, except like how- not warm or, like charming right or or like engaging yeah i i just feel like it's it's supposed to be like i guess the the modern version of that where you know you you have like this one specific accent that people use in media that like just cuts through all the noise and gets the point across and you know uh back 20 30 years ago that used to be this and we all used to talk like this when we were on the radio so you're and saying now <laughs> oh my god See, i missed okay? that i missed i tried I missed to do stuff. it so grant you're saying that TikTok this is, voice killed me tiktok voice is like the new transatlantic accent i mean be, beyond like, like, used to talk kind of like uh frazier or leo the incredible that was, back in the that olden was days. one of them that was that one wasn't of them. just but there was another one which was like the man with the golden voice uh style i right, don't remember right. his name but that that guy who was pretty famous yeah like, the the sultry um, sounding and yeah do ra- do radio people do like radio djs talk like that now do they talk like tiktokers oh god i don't know do radio do we put radio djs out of business did millennials do they know exist the radio dj industry they still exist uh there's a pizza place that's by my work that like plays whatever shitty radio station and there's still like morning zoo hosts that are still out there still talking like this and, and god uh, bless him and yeah i think i think that the the tiktok voice is just uh an evolution of that just like we're all talking like this now <laughs> and it's like dude just calm down you're in your room by yourself lower your tone of voice and it's like it's not even like the way that they, not only the way they talk but it's like and we'll be showing a video later that will exemplify Ooh. this more but how whenever they're trying to prove a point it's like that guy who did that fucking <laughs> the sea shanties video on tiktok <laughs> yeah, yeah. They how always, they shove the camera in yeah, their face and the, they, like the there's the weird in. zoom in yeah. zoom out yeah they're always yeah, like this, yeah, like, yeah. so you're a bad person if you think this or like and then like yeah, the yeah. rapid or, cuts like, and like all of the stuff that's yeah. like it's so off-putting like it cuts back like this constantly I wonder if I talked like that, if I'd get more views on some of my videos. I really do wonder. See, there was a like, lot maybe of, I should there have it. to be people who are mercenary about it, who know that it, it sucks, but are like, this is what I have to do to build my platform. Um, but you have to ask if the ends justify the means in that case. And I, yeah. Could you sleep right. at night, Grant? I don't think that I could. I, I seriously don't. Not if people thought that I was actually like that. I'm not risking that. It's not worth it, man. Don't do it. Get a whole life ahead of you. <sighs> yeah so uh yeah i guess punishment death by funko uh kevin what's your two minutes i like of hate that. this I like week that. um i forgot <laughs> let me pull up the deck 
Uh, hold on. I do have one. I do have one. Hold on. Clearing your throat in public. Is that you? That was. Yeah, I guess I'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> or is it my Oops. fall plans versus the Delta variant? Is that you? No, no. no. Um, wait, no, that was me too. Fuck. They're both. Well, okay. I was going to do. I, I was going to do the my fall plans versus the Delta variant, but as of that this, was like two days ago. I was going to say we're even, done with as that. of like now with this recording, and by the time this comes out, it's already ancient history. So it's right. like, do I even want to talk about it? It was stupid. Yes. Did I participate? Yes. Uh, but it's not relevant anymore. So yeah, I'll say clearing your throat in public. Um, cool. I know it's not really internet related, but again, nope. it doesn't, it's established that it doesn't matter that much. Sure. So I feel afraid to clear my throat in public, especially when I'm indoors somewhere. Like the other day, I was eating at a restaurant and I was taking a sip of water and the water went, <laughs> went down the wrong pipe. And I Classic just... Classic mistake. I just sat there silently <laughs> like tearing up in pain like i could i couldn't even feel I, I didn't even feel safe to cough without scaring people because you know it's like you get you get that gulp where it's like <clears throat> you know and right. you gotta cough and i was just like probably looked like i was crying in the corner by myself and like when you're when you suppress a cough it just makes you want to cough more right and i was like holding it in like i have to do this for for the family in here <laughs> They'll, they don't want to feel scared of me. I don't want to make someone scared of me. I'm not a monster. So I sat there and I was just like, I want to clear my throat so bad or just cough once. Just one good hearty yeah. cough and then be done with it. You got to go to the bathroom to do that. I couldn't. It was happening. I was, I was mildly choking. And I felt like I couldn't even, I couldn't fucking do a thing about wow. it. Wow. So you would, ra- you would rather almost die than suffer yeah. social indignity that's just the kind of no, guy i think I that's so that's i'm absolutely the same way like yeah I, I don't understand people who are able to prioritize like being a normal person <laughs> over just like no i can't possibly do this because then someone might look at me and i will be ashamed right and even like walking on the sidewalk if i cough for reasons completely unrelated to covid i'll see somebody like walking towards me and they pull off the mask and it's like listen i get it i get it i'm not offended but i just see i feel the exact opposite way as why? both of you do i don't know just because like i don't care what people think you don't of me. Care, or, i used to care i used to care so much and i just let it go i you just like care. i because here's the secret I mean, with this stuff is like I mean, it's a little different with COVID and like people are weird about it. But like the secret with all this stuff is that like everyone is walking around doing the exact same thing. People are not as interested in you as you are. No one is paying that much attention to you, like especially if you live in a big city. Um, So like people get so in their heads about this and then it's like no one fucking cares, dude. Like. Exactly. I will say, though, there have been times where I have been in public and I. Maybe to, this is a more severe example, but I'll like someone just like snotting up a loogie and be like, oh, you know, well, in yeah, public. they're they're called that, psychopaths. Yeah, that, I mean, there's limits, me right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that to <laughs> me feels like a step too far, and that's like, yeah, maybe that is inappropriate to do right now, and it's like that's what I feel like I'm doing in a time when I'm just mildly yeah. choking, which I'm kind of like jumping the gun to like think of myself like oh yeah i'm just like that one guy who was uh you know threw i mean up yeah, in his mouth you do have to make distinctions you yeah, know but I yeah so. i mean I, 
I think it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, everybody's got things going on. Like, here's here's a good example. Um, I was walking around furniture shopping the other day uh, with my girlfriend, and we were in this furniture store, and I had an empty coffee cup, and I just like walked around the back of the desk without like asking anybody that worked there, like, hey, can I throw this out? I just like walked around and like threw wow. my coffee cup out. And that, like, she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just ask a person. And I'm like, I didn't feel like it. And it's like, wow. you know, yeah. Am I, am I an asshole? Yeah, probably. But also, like, we live in a big city and there was probably a guy that, like, you know, walked in off the street and threw up all over the floor, like, yesterday. So it's like, this compared to that, I don't know. I don't think anybody cares, you know? Like, what? they only care because they think that they should care. It's just like this specific... It's the same thing. This it's the specific, same thing. Listen, man, I will throw my coffee cup into whatever I can find. Don't get me wrong. It's just the, the specific COVID panic, especially right now with the... You got the variants and all this other crap going on. So people are on high alert, especially in these bigger cities. Well, we got another mask mandate tomorrow, so... Is that starting tomorrow? Tomorrow. God fucking yeah. damn it. I'm mostly just like pissed because it's like, it sucks to wear a mask at the gym. You know that seems I mean? like it would be yeah, bad. I know yeah, exactly I mean, what I don't mean. go to the gym, but I will say, like, so I, I, I get it. Like, it sucks, and it's like having to do it is really awful, especially when it's hot out and stuff. At the same time, yeah. just like having a societally accepted reason to like not be perceived, I think is like mwah, chef kiss. Like, it's like there are benefits. It's, it's very good, especially that with sunglasses. It's like zero percent of you is is showing um and to me that is that's very very cool um so i i've been wearing a mask I mean, all summer and people are like looking at me like and i'm like i don't know i don't want to be perceived as one of those people who's just like you know like covid narcs on on twitter over the past sure, year sure. i don't want to be seen as one of those right. people i don't want people to think i'm judging them for not wearing a mask i've just gotten used to it and like and it just feels like comfortable to me now. Um, obviously not when it's hard to breathe, but just like not worrying about it. That's half of my face. I don't have to think about, you know? And I guess like if I was wearing a mask in these moments where I was choking or had to cough or something, if I was wearing the mask, maybe somebody, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about, right. you know, we're shutting the whole restaurant down because <laughs> of you. You yeah. put me out of business. They're putting you in like that in ET when they're they have like the FBI come and put ET and Elliot in those big containment things. They're doing that. Right. Really scary. I do not want that to no, happen. Why would you? Yeah, I'm at the point with the masks where I'm like trying to seek out like some of the more fashionable ones because it's like, hey, maybe this is just the future and maybe we'll yeah. all be wearing masks like Bane from <laughs> Batman. And maybe this is just part He's of cool. the aesthetic at this point. Like I don't I don't care that much. It's a piece of cloth that goes over my mouth. I it I'm not going to go all fucking 1776 on it. It's just a fucking whatever. It looks it looks cool. Like no, Merit said I mean, it's yeah, like you do kind I can of cover look like up my face. You do kind of look like a ninja from Mortal Kombat. So like there is that. Right. But also, I mean it is frustrating. Is it is annoying in a lot of ways. So like I don't begrudge anyone who's I actually yeah, I get so pissed off with um something I've seen. I'm going to do an extra 2 minutes of hate here. Um, absolutely just go people off. who are like 
well, in-person events sucked anyway. We shouldn't have conventions anymore. We should just do them all online because like they're more accessible that way, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, just because you're a meat who never leaves your house doesn't mean other people don't enjoy face-to-face interaction. True, like, true. Right. There is a case to be made for having online like additions to events so that people can do them. Yeah. Sure. So people can engage in them remotely. But the idea that like, oh, this has just shown us that all in-person big events are terrible. It's like, that's no, 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 no. You're taking the wrong lesson from this. Um, and, I would uh, agree. I know Grant and I were talking. Yeah, we want to get back to cons soon. Yeah, but, uh, I miss yeah, cons. And like, yeah, punishment. I mean, um, I don't know. I feel like going to a or being in a social situation with face-to-face interaction is punishment enough for some of these people. Um, or just True. having to touch, yeah. having to, having to actually touch graphs, I think. Um, they could be allergic. Oh yeah, to you can't, I, I guess you can't say that anymore. You know, Appar- allegedly, allegedly, remember allegedly, that on allegedly. Twitter when like a week after that, like there's like a, a like a hot week there where they were like, man, yeah, touching, seeing touch grass, that's ableist. that's ableist because disabled people can't go outside. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Excuse me. <laughs> um, I love that stuff that comes all the way back around yeah. to being like offensive. And it's typically, I feel like the people doing this stuff are like trying to argue on behalf of someone. They're not. They're they're yes. making up a hypothetical person, and they don't realize how patronizing it can be. Like in this case, they're making up a guy. They're, they're making up a guy, and then they're trying to like defend that guy. But like the real versions of that guy are like, "Hey, could you fucking chill a little bit?" Seriously, they're leaving him without a leg to stand on. I don't know what else to but say. I'm... Oh boy. <laughs> well, we're canceled. Uh, um, finally, I feel like now I can let loose. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> Speaking of letting loose, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news story and then sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and sometimes often unusual punishment. Sometimes often. Yeah. 60% of the time, all the time. You've seen Anchorman. Love it. So <clears throat> It's so quotable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of quotable, why don't, why don't we... Uh, Stop chomping on Wait, this bit. Let's, can we do the first? Can we do the one up there first? Oh, we want to do this one. Yeah. I, All right. Beca- just because, you know, Merritt, you're involved in the games industry. You, yeah. you write about games. You talk about games. And you love games. <sighs> there was a video this week that went viral. Um, so a TikTok that was removed and then re-uploaded to YouTube called uh, All Video Games Need in Easy Mode. So we're going to hear her out here. We're going to see what's up. Um, this is going to be physically painful, I can tell. I haven't actually watched this, but... I- <laughs> yeah, I watched like three seconds of this, and I'm like, yeah, I'll probably watch this on the show, so I'll save my... Good thinking. Yeah. All Get right, a live go reaction on, uh, going. Yeah. All video games need easy modes! I'm going to yeah, explain. But first, if you're music. one of those, you're not oh, a real gamer turn? if you play games on easy mode, people, yep, you yep. can scoot right along there, Buster! Because listen, Buster? I love video oh. games. Every time. I'm also Champ. very bad at video games. But I am what a big with kid with zooms? a big kid job and responsibilities like car payments. And I don't have time to job? be good at video games. I know we are not oh hating on people that make video games a priority. <laughs> if being good at video games is one of your priorities, okay, what, what an excellent way to spend your downtime. I am flabbergasted by your skills. This is not one of my priorities. I have many skills in this life, but beating Hollow Knight mini-bosses is not one of them. I don't want a challenge. Okay. Life is hard enough. I want a cool interactive story. Okay. What happens is I get sure. frustrated on a fight I can't beat, and I I end up giving up and just I lose play a out different on game. so much cool story. Video game creators, this hey, is my plea just to watch you. It on slash, YouTube. Slash. Watch it on YouTube. On with the story. Easy mode. So, please. Thank okay. you. Okay. 
this is like a perennial debate in games media and mm-hmm. games criticism of like, should video games be more accessible? And like that term gets so confused because it can mean, oh, you can remap the controls or like, oh, you can turn flashing lights off or something, which are like all yeah, easy right. and useful things that like, or like, oh, colorblindness modes. Yeah, these are all like great. Exactly. These are all really cool, like different kinds of controllers that let people with um, with motion issues play games that like if they can't hold like a normally shaped controller there's like really cool ones now where you can play games the idea that like difficulty is like the same thing like i have seen people make the argument that like oh twitch fps games are ableist because like they they demand like you know there's only so much you can do with skill at a certain point it's just your reflexes and stuff and it's like yeah that's true of sports that's part of the skill that's true of basically everything like there used to be this debate in games between like narrativism and like formalism about like, you know, what was more important in games like mechanics or, or narrative. And it's stupid because often they're both the case, but like, I don't know. On the one hand, like games used to have cheat codes, right? Most games used to be able to just do like turn on invincibility. True. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Right. Big head mode. Big head mode. Uh, DK we should bring mode. back big head mode. DK mode. That I do really think. seriously. So I I can see the argument for being like, okay, the reason that cheat codes went away basically is that achievements came out, and um, developers didn't want to have people cheating to get achievements. I never thought about it that way. That's that makes sense. part of it. I think another part is that early yeah. on in the DLC era, developers started selling cheats as DLC. Um. Which yeah. isn't great, but yeah, or behind an amiibo, or behind an amiibo. Oh my god, yeah. I hate amiibo so much. I know. Um, <laughs> but like to me, like yeah, a game like Hollow Knight—that's a really weird one to pick because that game's story. I mean, I've only played little bits of it. I actually kind of bounced off it, but it's so atmospheric, right? It's about like the 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 feel and like it's about the struggle and stuff. Like it's not like some text scrolling up at you telling you what's happening. And if you're looking for like a story, like, like movies exist. I, that seriously, I, I, what is wrong with like almost any other media? Like, honestly, I mean, I do get this, like stories are mostly better in other media anyway. And I'm probably going to get some shit for that. Like, I would say there are very, very few video games that are on par with like any movie almost, you know? And I love, I fucking love video games, obviously. But it's like, you know, it's more like you said, Merritt, kind of more about uh, show me, don't tell me with like ambiance yeah, and like I mean, music and just and like, like yeah, you know. like it varies, I think like, you know, sure, there sure. have been difficulty settings in games for a long time. So like something like Doom, when Doom Eternal came out last year, I started it on like the second hardest difficulty and it was like brutal. And I was kind of just thinking like I could push through this, but I'm mostly playing this for work. I have like a bunch of other stuff I have to do. So I'm going to turn it down. But like, and so it's, it's sort of built in this way where it's like allows you to sort of choose how intense it's going to be. But I don't think that approach works for every game. And when people say something like, you know, Dark Souls is always the big one that people bring up. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, first of all, Dark Souls is not a, like when people say Dark Souls is a hard game, like I would refute that premise because like, what does that even mean? Right. Like, that game is meant to be played. Like I actually really despised those games until I played through all of them earlier this year. And what changed things for me was streaming them and like having people Mm. on a call with me and like, you know, 
talking oh, me through stuff. It's really fun. Like that's how those games are meant to be played. Yeah. Like they're I've considered it before. They're yeah. like old NES games where like you would be sharing tips right. with your yeah, friends yeah. and you would be doing all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did that like, with right. uh the original Legend of Zelda was like the game yeah, was so exactly. cryptic, but it was fun having the chat be like, "Oh no, you have to like go like two yeah. ma- like squares over, one up, and hit the ball, you know, burn the, the ball bush the ball, or whatever." Right. Yeah. So like, right, and then right. Dark Souls also has all of these these built in methods to to change the difficulty. Like, if you're having trouble with a boss, you can summon a friend, and like they can make it much much easier. You can grind. You can do all of this stuff that um. I feel like those games have gotten a weird reputation as being like hardcore, hard video games. Oh, like, yeah. Right. No, they're just really well made. And like the fact that people, I think people think they're hard because they don't do the thing that most games do now of being like just outright power fantasies of like, you're infallible. You're like the player god. Everything is is for you. Um, and there should right. be media that does that. <laughs> like there should be movies that, that call out the voyeurism of audiences. There should be games that have some resistance. Um, Sure. And I think that there's also like, you know, I'm I'm an adult man and I am busy yeah. and I'm not going to play every single video game that's out there. And there are a lot of hard games like I've never touched Dark Souls and I might one day. But it's also one of those things where it's like, yeah, this feels like an undertaking and I just don't want to do it right now like, my life is hard you have mode. to yeah you have to prioritize if yeah. it's just like one of those things where it's like oh i i just want to play some easy game where i just move around or whatever it's just like there are games like that out like not every yeah. single game it's like not every movie caters to every audience but and that's I, kind of I, a I problem now too to, people kind of want that as well yeah where it's like you have to you know yeah I, I have a problem with that too because it's like there's there's some things that are made for everybody and then or quote unquote everybody like i don't think that that's even an attainable thing yeah but then there's other things that are like listen like i was at this point in my life when i made this movie and i'm making it about these people and it doesn't you know how how much like how many different like international movies are there that are like that that become these weird breakthrough hits in the united states and then like we try and capitalize that we try and capitalize on that in American media and it doesn't work because we don't have an understanding of other people's societies as well as they do. And the reason that some of those movies work is because they're so specific to a certain right. cultural aspect. Like they're making that fucking, uh, I think, HBO series based on Parasite. Oh, God. Ah, just that's leave exactly it what I'm talking about. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And it's just like same thing for video games. It's like, you know, you you hone in on a certain idea or a certain concept or something like that. And it's like, it doesn't have to appeal to everything, uh, to everyone. You don't have to play every video game that's out there. Like, play what you want to yeah, play. It's sure, not sure. fucking The other homework. thing is, too, is like, like I, I kind of get, yeah, I get the attraction of like having a game that, because I do think there also is a difference between just like a movie and like a game, even if it doesn't offer a lot of like challenge, like there is something about just like doing something with your hands and feeling like you're having input on what's happening. But there are some games that like I've never played, but I like watching people play or like watching videos about like um, simulation games and strategy games. I don't have the patience for a lot of them, but I love mm-hmm. watching videos of people breaking those games and just like doing dumb shit in them. Totally. Um, and so, like, there are all these other ways. Like, I could see this could be more of an argument if it were, like, 1980. But the fact that, like, Twitch and YouTube and everything exists, and, like, you could just watch someone play through something uh, if you don't want to put in the time to do it, to me, renders, like, a lot of this stuff moot. 
Uh, really quick. Did something fuck up, Grant? Nope. I just realized that I forgot to hit record oh. on OBS, so we don't have video for this one. But, you know, <laughs> oh it's just... Whatever, it's fine. Whatever, man. Uh, fuck. At this point, with how my week's been going, just whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I... Whoopsie. <laughs> so are we going to talk Come... about the the Afghanistan guy? Yeah, but yeah. I, I want to say too, Mary, you touched on a point where like uh, this girl has a disclaimer where like she, it, it, it's so safe and everything where she like yeah. has to put a thing where like she didn't want to offend people who like play hard video games or, it's like yeah and it wasn't yeah like what the fuck was that you know well i don't want to upset you if you do make video games a priority that's okay too like, yeah it's just like you can that to me i mean like that's not this person's problem that's more of a symptom of like online where like if you say something someone can be like oh but you didn't consider this and it's like that's because that idea is completely like unrelated to what i was talking about um yeah. but um but yeah no it's it's annoying um it's but yeah to, to punish her though i'm trying to think of a good one um i was gonna say death by funko pops again but i feel like no, um, um life life should be easy mode you know and then you realize like oh maybe sometimes having a little bit of difficulty is good sometimes or maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe that's too philosophical. Hey, it builds character, they say. I don't know. Yeah. Um, People play games yeah. for all kinds of different reasons. So. Exactly. Exactly. In conclusion, video games are a land of contrast. Exactly. As is all media. But let's move on to the uh, the, the Afghanistan vet soy boy. Oh, my God. Uh, Grant, that wasn't on my 2021 bingo card. Um, It should have been because this guy... I don't know if he's popped up on the show before, but he's, I've never seen him before. He had like another video come out around the election that was like, everybody should vote for Joe Biden type of video. And he was like very mm. enthusiastic and then was sort of oh, feeding off okay. the fact that everyone was sort of giving him hate for his uh, his unique like disposition towards his delivery, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, but here's here's uh yet another video from this guy gosh what a fun weekend i'm having hey if you're one of those people attacking veterans on the internet for lamenting the fall of afghanistan you're a bad person i don't I much care for your half-formed thoughts about american imperialism yeah. as you attack the very people that end-stage capitalism forced into the military why don't you go look up how they recruit huh Really don't love how you all keep ignoring all the horrific Superhero things the Taliban has done throughout yep. history and your scramble to criticize the U.S. or the 41 other countries that are part of the International Security Assistance Force, which was in Afghanistan. Frankly, I don't think you care at all about the people of Afghanistan. You just want to yell at people on the internet and take a huge problem and make it small so that you can attack me instead of, you know, doing the internal work of realizing that international conflict is messy and complicated argue and often has good and bad parts. But like, what would I know? I was only a part of it. And no, I don't feel bad for going. I was a medic. And nothing you can say will change my opinion of the things that I did and experienced there. I helped the people of Afghanistan. Have you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I didn't um join the American that, military machine. Oh I mean, like you could have been a medic. You could have done medic stuff at home. Like, yeah. Just there's so there's so much there's so much here to like. Could have been eat. a doctor without a border. That fucking zoom at the end though. Like, I hope the people of of Afghanistan have you. Like that is just bone chilling. Like. It's like a Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be good on TikTok. 
Sam Allen would he be might be TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah. He might be, but he's probably just he's probably not as fun as we would like. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He he'd have some uh, interesting things to say about the vaccine. I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, this okay. So first of all, curious that this person's name is Patrick Lawler, and yet yeah, I thought that is, too. I'm like, it is this, us is- who are who are lolling at him. <laughs> uh, got his ass. <laughs> but it's just like. Yeah, I mean, there's so much obvious, like, just cringe, right? Of just, like, the superhero stuff in the background. The Joss Whedon-esque <laughs> kind of, like, delivery. Yeah, um, exactly. The, even, like, the way he, he's got the, the thick rim glasses, the patchy beard. I mean, the guy seems like a fucking plant. Like, it's almost, like, it's it, almost yeah. too perfect. Yeah, it's an op, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I like how Leo in the chat here says he's trying to argue with the rogues gallery he wishes he had. Oh my god, it, yeah. yeah it's, it's like he invented a straw man that's attacking him specifically and responding to that person that doesn't exist. Like, and unless this is sort of like a long, like he's having like some back and forths with some people and stuff like that, but it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's committing so I many mean, sins here because I mean he's inventing a guy. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. He's Cardinal yeah, number one. Getting mad about about this guy. Um, just like the stuff at the end too about like oh international relations are complicated and it's like in many cases that is true but like all you're doing by saying that here is just covering up for you the U.S. military like. It's just, it's like, what is complicated about all of the fucking people who died? Like, it's... It's like, the, the, yeah, there's the argument he's making, and then it's like the added layer of the TikTok tropes and everything. Just, it is it feels so nasty and weird. It's, it's like... upsetting, oh, yeah. God. It's like, I want to crawl out of my skin. Um, Seriously, so yeah. Lear- like, I, learning, I feel like my... <laughs> learning that he was a TikTok, or not TikTok, uh... Funko Pop collector. Like people were posting those images of like everyone thinks it's great to date a Funko Pop collector until and then it's like him Oh my god, back, that was like him, wasn't that them. him? That was him. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. So it's just like I don't know. It's weird <laughs> to me. It's so bizarre to me that you could like go travel across the world and like like that it speaks to the strength, I think, of of American uh rhetoric that yeah yeah you you could travel across the world to this place that's like you know far away from anywhere you've ever been and and deal with this kind of suffering and be involved in causing this kind of suffering and come away from that believing what i did was good and because there are so many people who i there are so many veterans who i've seen talk about this stuff who are just like it was fucking horrible i regret i regret it like we were used and like but we played a part in it and it you know it's we have to take responsibility for that in some way um and this guy's just like no no responsibility everything i did was good i'm one of the good guys i'm captain america yeah yeah exactly all cops are bad except for like me i'm not i'm not bad you know like sure i covered up for my friends but i'm not bad you know i help the people of the city have you have you have you (laughs) that man like (laughs) he really he really is that going to be like the the fucking they got the new Batman movie coming out? The Riddler is just going to be like a, a, a have like a TikTok <laughs> affect, maybe. Riddle be this Batman and cuss to like what has eight legs yeah, and crawls around on his face? Yeah, that would be actually God. really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Now that I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see that. 
Um, I don't think so, Tim. Um, yeah, and uh, there's also like I don't, I I think I talked about it a little on last week's episode in my key to the city segment, um, which was I talked about that uh that big Joel video and like Twitter and anti intellectualism, and it, it this just feels like an evolution of that where it's just like. Yeah, there's complexities to all of these things and stuff like that, but like this is not the response to any of that because like there's there's a lot to take into consideration and even if you're the quote unquote good guy of this, like the fact that you don't understand your role in the sort of bigger grander aspect of everything that happened and that like you don't sort of own up to that and like you you just double down and you have to make these sarcastic videos attacking people that are attacking you as opposed to like i don't know like listening to people and engaging with them and like good faith and stuff like that it's just like no i have to be as sarcastic as possible and zoom in on my face as close as you can <laughs> while still seeing my eyes and mouth in the frame yeah, make sure you got my tiktok handle on screen if anybody wants <laughs> yeah. to kind of follow me Right. Okay, and so the another weird thing too is like he almost seems to have like some self awareness when he's like, um, look up how they recruit, and so it's like okay, so you're you're making the argument that like people in the military are are used by and tricked, but then you don't express any like then you're like it's it's good that I was tricked into this because I helped people like <laughs> it it doesn't I... even it's like he's trying to convince himself. Yeah, it is. A, he's doing a, like a, a like walking a weird line here. It's just a weird dance. I think a lot of us are trying to convince ourselves of a lot of things at a lot of. That's times. true. That is Absolutely. true. Absolutely. I got a good punishment uh, for him. Yeah, I think a witch Death should by fungo pop as I can. No, make no, no. I, I think a witch should place a curse on him, turning him into a funko pop, immortalizing him, and it'll it'll say like a. Uh, american hero or like wow. veteran on the package and he sits there on his shelf um, and it's like i'm like imagining it like a movie in my head where like the camera is yeah. zooming out from like him in the box and we just see like slowly panning out we see all the other funko pops on the shelf and he's just lost in a sea of dead-eyed funko pops and he just gets to live with all of his funko pops for the rest of his well i guess forever because he's a funko pop forever and dies. until yeah, and, yeah. until the the sun explodes. Um, until, someone also brought up that. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, until. I was just going to say until he gets taken out of his packaging and someone pops open the lid and unscrews a mason jar and places him right no. in the middle of the mason jar. No. And, he, and, and I'll just no. leave the rest to imagination. <laughs> and he's a Funko Pop, so there's nothing he can do. Now, but okay. that might actually be like, he might be in what if no, I was a know, little maybe. helpless Funko Pop? Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible? Hey, what, what if what if I what if we uh I don't know? What I if hope you no witch like turns it? me into a Funko Pop. That would be horrible. Unless blushing emoji. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, no more TikTok anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's switch to a different website. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. So apparently uh, today, OnlyFans announced that they are restricting their policies for people who use the platform, make money, make a living off the website. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pull up. Right, there's a key quote here I want to pull up from the uh, article, though. It says, so effective October 1st, 2021, OnlyFans will, will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct. 
In order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of create... Grant, you're scaring me with that cough. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, we must evolve our Funny content. Joke. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we call that a callback in the biz. Uh... We must evolve our content guidelines. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is co uh, consistent within our acceptable use policy. These changes are to, are to comply with the request of our banking partners and payout providers. We'll be sharing more details on this in the coming days and we'll actively support and guide our creators through this change in content guidelines. So... I don't know all the information on this, and it does seem like, you know, and I, the jury well, may still yeah, be out on this. As of like today, they made this announcement. So this yeah. is fresh. But the, a lot of the headlines were saying uh, OnlyFans is restricting sexually explicit content. And I guess I really didn't explain what OnlyFans was because for some reason I'm assuming that everybody who's listening knows what it is. But if you don't know what it is, uh, mostly, I want to say 99.99999% of people making their living or making money off OnlyFans are doing it um, via naked pictures, naked videos. Uh, right. And there's know, there's differing levels yeah. of it that sure. you don't, people you, can... Or you not know. even naked. Maybe you're just in so, like a yeah, yeah. lewd clothing. Right. Well. Yeah. They're gonna, you're still going to be allowed to do nude stuff, but like anything at all sexual. Um and not people were saying, oh, no, it's just the things that are in their current TOS. That's not true. Like they are changing their TOS as of October 1st. And like to people who have been following this kind of stuff, this is not a new development or really that surprising. Um, a lot of people I know who use that platform were sort of kind of like waiting for this to happen. Um, Nico in the chat says apparently their Twitter is telling people privately that it isn't true why would they why would they publish the, something I, wrong and then it's this happens with with a lot of um of tech platforms um there is a really organized anti-trafficking movement in the u.s that's sort of made up of like a weird jumble of like christian right feminist organizations nicholas Kristoff, um you know your captain save a hose uh people like that and um they are the ones who have put pressure on payment processors to basically say, like, if you accept or if you work with this site, you are helping child trafficking or helping sex trafficking occur um, with no evidence, really. Or like, you know, just basically, oh, that's scary. Sex trafficking. That's horrible. Um, and like, yeah, we all agree that it is horrible. <laughs> no one should be forced into right. any kind of work right. that they don't want to do. But like, um, really, what this ends up doing is this pushing people out of these sites, um, you know, taking away people's livelihood. And yeah, yeah, that's got to be scary for a lot of people who did find, you know, financial success from this. Yeah. And I think, you know, some people, like, I think like a lot of guys, um, maybe not a lot, but like some guys will like look at this and be like, oh, good. Like they'll have to get a real job. Um, most people on OnlyFans aren't making like, you know, millions of dollars. Like those are sure, the outliers. Right, right. Most people on the platform are are making a little bit of money. They're either supplementing their income or they're making enough to to get by. Um, and um, it's it's a payment processor thing, right? And that's what it's been for like every app or every site that has done this is yeah. people people have pressured Mastercard and Visa, uh, and they've said, "All right, well, we don't want to support trafficking." So, um. And uh, basically, yeah, it's it's people get caught in um, the collateral in this war against. <laughs> I mean, listen, like modern slavery and stuff does exist, but 
it really has like white slavery overtones to it. This trafficking stuff of like, we've got to protect like our, our girls against these like threatening, uh, foreign oh, men. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bummer. I think, you know, like a lot of, again, like I think a lot of people saw it coming and were waiting for the bubble to burst. Um, but it's like it's, movie pass. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Right. This is just like movie. It's just pass. like movie pass. Um, and like people will say, Oh, why don't sex workers make their own platform? They have tried. Like the problem is it's at the payment processor level. Right. Um, because if they make their own platform and MasterCard's still like, ah, we're, we're blocking your, like, yeah. that doesn't fix anything. It doesn't fix it. Yeah. It doesn't right. change yeah. anything. Yeah. They have a stranglehold on uh, the entire fucking American economy. And I mean, the entire world economy. But like, yeah, I, I think because something similar happened. I think we talked about it on the show a couple months ago with Pornhub and this type of yeah. stuff. And I think that as a result, Pornhub changed their like verification process and took down, I don't know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of videos and stuff like that in order to comply with new standards, which I mean, I, I is good. I think that that's good. And you do want to fight against those things. But it's just like, yeah, the idea that there's people out there in the world that are just like, yeah, porn's bad and we can't really get it stricken down in the courts. So we're just going to eradicate it from the entire internet, literally just by going after people's paychecks is like, well, June, not good. June bat in the chat here asks, can they make one that uses crypto? That's like in before. Mm. Yeah. In before some, someone's like, Oh, Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> like I'm sure it's going to happen. Um, I'm sure things like that have happened. They just haven't caught on yet. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There, it's like, it sucks. It's like, um, and I actually don't know all the details. I think like they may not have base, they may not have heard a lot of the times in these cases, it's not like MasterCard or Visa tell them we're not supporting you. Basically, just like the site makes a decision to be like, oh, we don't want to get shut down or whatever. So, yeah, um, yeah. You know, we've decided to preemptively do this, to preemptively, you know, do that stuff. And I did want to go right. over some of the, uh, the alleged information here that the terms of service may or may not be changing in accordance to. So it says, uh, Things that are not allowed are incest, bestiality, uh, violence, rape, lack of consent, hypnosis, intoxication, sex assault, torture, sadomasochistic abuse, or hardcore bondage, extreme fisting, or genital mutilation. Light fisting also, is fine. Yeah, light yeah. fisting. We'll, uh, MasterCard will let that pass. But right, no, no, right. Bigger than a, yeah. uh, no bigger than a... A plum. Well, I was going to say a diameter size, but yeah. I don't really know what take, diameter. This take a plum. It's bigger than that. No dice. Hey, but plums come in different sizes. I, uh, I once heard you to say like um, tennis, tennis ball. That's like so, a yeah. standard. Yeah. I once heard there was uh, this whole thing in the 80s or maybe 70s. I forget when like the, the porn laws. Um, like basically, a bunch of the lawyers for like the major porn companies went around and were like, OK, uh, there's the law that says basically like if you, you know, like the, the, I know it if I see it or if it's like if um, the community right. would, would describe it as obscene, that's what obscenity is. Um, and so they went around and basically made a list of things that they thought would be considered obscene and sort of preemptively made sure that people followed that. And one of them was fisting. And I once had it explained to me that it's probably because when people hear fisting, they think of someone just like punching someone in the asshole or whatever. Um, <laughs> when it's much more of like a, it's like making a little talking duck with your hand. Um, 
uh, maybe that's the delineation the, between uh, light and extreme. The old Italian. It's like the hand Italian. Gesture. Yeah, it's the Italian hand yeah. gesture. That's how you do it. It's it's much like less violent than the, the old term country. Implies. Yeah, exactly. Old country style fisting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those things are all banned right now. Um, but and some people are saying they're attributing this to uh, somebody named Bella Thorne, I guess. And I think we maybe we talked about this on the show once. Right. But I, can't, like I a, can't remember what the hell we talked about last week. She was like, a I don't person. know what I had for breakfast. Yeah, What's yeah. That? She was like a Disney uh, in some Disney like made for TV movies or something like that. But. Oh, is it like one of those things where she started in OnlyFans and then Disney was like, well, considering the fact that we own you as your as our intellectual property, uh, the fact that you're on this platform means that we have some sort of... <laughs> no, like, I don't know if they still stake? own her. I think basically, I think she may have like graduated from that whole system and then was sort of just famous as like a hot person. Um, right, it's like that. Back in the day, usually you just get a you just get an acting gig in Harmony Korean Spring Breakers. Right, back you in know, the day, but yeah. now it's like we got OnlyFans, so people just go well, straight. Well, I was to that. gonna say, wouldn't it be more akin to like a like when there were famous people that would like pose in Playboy? You know, like that was a thing. Yeah, that, uh, sure, that was a yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But I guess what happened with her was uh, she scammed uh, OnlyFans users into paying two hundred dollars each to see a nude photo of her. Only to be giving, only to be given boudoir style shots. Wow! What, what does boudoir mean? It's like know. in that Seinfeld episode when George is posing in his underwear. <laughs> oh, and okay, sure, sure. Uh-huh. That's what I. I got an OnlyFans, Jerry. You got an OnlyFans. You should pitch that to. Uh, <laughs> well, Seinfeld. modern Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah modern yeah. Seinfeld. What if? What if George get OnlyFans? <laughs> and it turns into um. The contest too. Oh my god, Kramer is like George is too sexy. We can't not. I jerked off to George. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) But yeah, I'm by Jerry. Just like (laughs) it's. I don't know. I think anyone who is like concerned about, um, like what whatever your feelings are about, um, about sex work. I think if you're someone who is concerned about like you know freedom or like uh yeah the right to live without overreach of. Yeah. of corporations and things like the fact that a few companies basically decide like what is and is not obscene should really scare you it's it's grim and yeah a little bit terrifying in a way like again like yeah even if you're not involved it's just like yeah i think it's also one of those things where the people that are the most concerned about government overreach are also the people that w- want to see these people like not make any money and yeah. suffer and you know, it's usually it's usually the people that have the uh, the yellow flag and also the blue <laughs> flag. They have both flags. Gadsden flag. It's one yeah. of those types. Yeah, of you'd think Gadsden flag people would be like, yeah, entrepreneurship stuff like that. But then a lot of those people do also just like hate women. So not all of them, not all of them, but but many of them I think are like you know I saw people some people randos today like yeah now you're gonna have to go flip burgers like. It's like Okay. And they're going to okay. complain about like, and they're paying them fifteen dollars an yeah. hour. Come on, right. Right. like right. you might just need to work through your stuff about. Other yeah, people. I think. Yeah, that, that's and maybe that's just. Uh, I got a punishment. Yeah, Mastercard. You need to go to therapy. Oh damn! Probably Mastercard will like, literally shut down OnlyFans rather than going to therapy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to like write on like uh, my bill, my credit card bill, just says like. Uh, underlining like different parts of my credit card statement be like yeah they need to go to therapy mm. uh this looks like obvious uh red flags for uh 
yeah. manipulation and 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 all that kind of. I don't I basically I don't want to pay my bill. June Bat in the chat brings up a good point. Uh they say master bait card. Uh There it is. That is so. that's so true. <laughs> Many are that'll, saying that'll this. be the new that'll be the, <laughs> the new uh payment processor platform you know that's what's so great about this show is we can have these complex nuanced conversations and at the end we're just like masturbate cards like, yep, card, yeah there it is Got wrap it. it up we we did it reddit <laughs> uh let's move on to something positive though something nice yeah. something swell i'm talking about thought cops key to the city we're giving out a key to neo chicago to something good and my key to the city this week goes to danny devito so I guess on Wednesday, Danny DeVito expressed solidarity with striking Nabisco workers. He said, support Nabisco workers striking for humane working hours, fair pay, and outsourcing jobs. He said, no contracts is no snacks. And then guess what? Twitter took away his blue check mark. Cancel culture strikes again. Unbelievably petty. And I know, I know. <laughs> like, like you that, that doesn't do like happen very less, often. No, but like, what a just like dork move to be like right. just picture jack right. like well all right mr devito two can play at that game presses the button that takes the check away and it's like the, my man has like four million followers no one's not gonna think he's saying devito like all <laughs> you've like, done sure, is your badge your gun yeah you've just over. made him look cooler if anything right yeah it's just like that's just the state of things you know but yeah, he gets my key to the city for, you know, standing up for the workers who are striking. And then, you know what? Yeah, that's he should have changed his handle to real Danny DeVito. So people know it's him. <laughs> Good <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. God, I am. Um, what, a, what a cool dude I am. And I don't mm-hmm. like to stand celebs very often because I, I think more to balance out celeb culture. I think more people should like detest all celebs. But right. Danny DeVito, just like I. If I could party with like any celeb, I think it would probably oh, that would be, be him. Like, there's incredible. a while where my friends and I were like trying to figure out a way to make it happen, um, and we never got got very far because then COVID happened and, and we were kind of screwed. But I think I've read that he said like he doesn't really do drugs anymore. But if he's out somewhere and someone offers him some, he will. I would love to hmm. smoke PCP with Danny DeVito. Imagine what that would be like. It's a good policy to have. Yeah. 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 If it's there. You just, I'm not going to buy them. I mean, it is kind of like, you know, a little bit like you're that guy. But if you're Dana Vito, who who isn't excited to give you drugs, right? But it's like going to the blue check mark thing, though, or whatever. It's like there's so many people like fucking oh my God, Nick Fuentes, people like that who still. Well, he doesn't have a Twitter account anymore. Oh, but well, yeah, I, there, there's a yeah, lot yeah. of like basically avowed Nazis that have blue check marks. And it's like, you're going to go after Danny DeVito. Yeah. Right. The One of the most beloved uh men working in the industry today. truly is truly is uh, uh Merritt, you got anything good for us a uh, key to the city i was gonna say danny devito um and i you, I, you I, can give it to him too i don't want to live in a world where i have a blue check and danny devito doesn't so i feel like i want to like lock my <laughs> account and unlock it to take it away would um, you offer yours up to danny if absolutely know, i would I would here's some pcp here's a blue check if, mark, if danny devito needed my kidney i would offer it to him um, I'd be like, yeah, if this extends Danny DeVito's time on this earth by like a few years, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Take I think it. all the blue checks have to uh, raise their arms up and uh, oh. offer their spirit energy yeah. to son Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, charge his, his spirit bomb. 
throw it at Twitter headquarters. That'd be amazing. Um, Mary, what do you got, though? Anything else good? Oh, has I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mary. If, if you have anything else positive, oh, I'm just trying to think if anything to... else good has happened this week. And like, I can't think of anything. I pay attention. It's to honestly the hardest. Stuff. It's the hardest part of the show. Is no, like, oh yeah, hardest I, part of every week. It's yeah, good, I got It's a good. You should have. You should pay attention to that stuff, right? Like, you should. Yeah. Notice. I think those things. Yeah, we we had to add it at some point because it was like this. This is too much. Like, you know. Oh, here's a yeah. thing. It's all too much. Um, here's sure. the thing I like. There's this guy on YouTube um, named uh, Johnny Matragano. And Matragrano. And basically, he's like a, an amateur voice actor. And uh, he just does... He does like a ton of stuff. But the thing that I see all the time is, is these Duke Nukem videos. Where um, he'll just mm. voice Duke Nukem like flawlessly. Like a flawless John St. John. Um, just saying like the dumbest fucking shit. And, um, it's, I'm sure you could like find one if you, if you went on YouTube, but, um, yeah, we're, we're looking, we're looking it up. Here. I, uh, um, yeah, here, um, I'll drop one in the, uh, in the chat, but, uh, yeah, he just has this bit that he's just doing. And I'm like, yeah, dude, just fuck. Yeah. Go for it. And I love this bit of like himbo Duke Nukem. Sorry, ladies. I have a date tonight. A play date. You wouldn't get it. I like how he even has the filter over it so it sounds like that same right. yeah. audio quality from like... Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's nailed it. Like, he's just flawless with it. So Yeah, that, that um, was perfect. And that guy, also, I think he does, like, a lot of his videos, he does, like, that thing YouTube will let you do now where, like, you can... Um, have people like donate money to, to, to different things if they like the video. So That's I cool. think he's raised a bunch of money for stuff. So seems awesome. like a cool dude. Yeah. One day I hope to have enough money of my own to be able to do that. Right. It yeah. Be great to give then re- or receive. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I need all the money I can get right now. But when I have enough money, it's like, what do I need all this money for? Yeah. Right. Fuck do you do with it? Look at it. Speaking of looking at things, uh, my key to the city this week goes to, uh, I don't know, here's maybe not something so necessarily internet related, but uh, something positive. Uh, I I stayed up all night watching uh, White Lotus, and that was pretty cool. Oh, right. Is that the HBO show? Yeah. Yeah. Better than I thought it would be. You know, I feel like I saw a bunch of clips on Twitter of people being like, the writing on this show is terrible. Look at these people talking about like... uh, what at like these zoomers using zoomer speak and it's like yeah but that's kind of how kids talk you Is know those, like those two girls or whatever yeah so there's been like, like a based couple off clips. uh based off red scare apparently is that true yeah i didn't know that yeah well that's funny maybe but, ne- uh, next season they'll have two guys who uh maybe they're based off us <laughs> yeah um but yeah no it was a fairly interesting uh show and i i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought that i would have cool um i I feel like it sort of sucks you into a vortex and you just come out the other side and you're like huh that was a weird experience so hey maybe i'll watch it we can uh review it for fire bros i'd be down to i think that there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about uh surrounding it yeah i'm down i'm down interesting show check it out check it out uh this week's thought cops word of the week oh we don't have one. Oh crap oh no uh merit is there something that no i don't want to put you on the spot um, <laughs> was i was uh, sneed your word last week 
I don't it, think we got to it. We didn't. We didn't get to it. It's but like, I don't old. really know what to say. It's about old it, at you this know? point. There's nothing. Yeah, to say exactly. About it. Um, God, oh, what is the, the other ones on there? Is kind of like the week. I don't know. Um, hmm. Grant, you got anything? Anyone in the chat? Something? Any words? It's Anybody like there always words? there always is something. You know? Oh, yeah. I got, actually no. I I do have I do have one. I do have one. Buster. Oh, it's boy. something. It's something you say to someone when you're lecturing on, on TikTok. Uh, also applicable, uh, Bucko, Bucko, Champ, or Champ, Champ. Is a good one. yeah, yeah. Um, Nico says it's not a Buster. I get it. There's pro- there's another term for Buster. That's not the one I'm talking about. Or like a, a scrub is like a, a scrub. Guy that, yeah, he thinks he's fly, and he's also known as a Buster. That's I know true. She says uh, this guy absolutely Buster, does think he's fly, though. So Buster is the Chad version of a dog, apparently. A dog, a dog that white women want to fuck. How are guys supposed to compete with? Chad Thundernaut, you know? It's That's what like, I say. There's so many there's so many fucking jacked pit bulls out there. I'm like, dude, I gotta hit the gym. Yeah. I mean white, white girls fuck dogs. White girls fuck dogs, right? I mean, I shouldn't be telling you that, but <laughs> She says it's um, called the dog pill. All right. Oh, that's enough of this. That's real. That is real. Don't look it up. We're we're gonna um, get kicked off OnlyFans. But yeah, absolutely you are. Um, yeah. God, there are usually yeah, so many great words. Uh Sneed was fun because I actually learned what that joke was. When that when I was going around like a few weeks ago, um, it got me to actually learn what the joke was in the Simpsons episode. Because as mm-hmm. a kid, I was like, "What?" Previously known, yeah, same for shocks. me. Like, yeah, what, what is like, that? Gonna... It's like a very weird joke. Um, and then, like you know, last month I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> cool." But they, they, I guess, like people were like, <sighs> "It's." Do I really want to get it? Do I want to get into this grant? Do I have? It's to? It's old at this point. There's like I no guess, reason yeah. to. You sort right. of brought it You're up. Right. Yeah, but I don't have to. Like, yeah. Don't have to engage with it further. Let's let's give a shout out to two new Patreons. This uh, Patreon patron subscribers, patrons, whatever you want to call them, people who donated to us on Patreon.com slash thoughtcops, uh, God Monster, and Spooky. and Lakembra. Welcome Again? back, welcome back to the fold, sir. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, we got a uh, listener voicemails coming up. If you want to leave us a uh, leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. Give us a call three one two seven eight eight. 7361 or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com but before we get to that segment uh merit uh do you want to plug any any links you got any uh i hit this wall every time and i i i've done this (laughs) fucking 225 times and every time of this part of the show i you, you, Grant, you got to take the wheel as soon as we get past the. Uh, I, th- I think maybe yeah, that'll well, that'll be the new. As soon as we get past word of the week, I I need you to. Like, I mean, it's like drinking water, right? How many times yeah. do you drink water in your life? But like, you're still some. There's still a chance it's going to go down the wrong pipe, and you wouldn't think that would happen, but you know, it just it does. We're fallible. We're it human. does, and then sometimes um, you can't even do anything about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Check out the Fanbyte podcasts. Um, I'm on one of them right now. It's called Channel F. That's the one where we cool. actually talk about video games. Um, but there's any whole- interesting topics, games of recent episodes God, you feel want like, to mention? I feel like just the people we have on it, it's like so wide ranging because like I actually am not playing a ton of games right now just because I'm mostly doing podcast stuff. But like I feel mm-hmm. like most recently, like we talked about like one of my my coworkers, Nikki Grayson, talked about Splitgate, which is like j- like sort of just came out on consoles. It's like this halo plus portal 
And then I was talking about the Space Invaders collection that just came out. So it's like we try to do like a, a pretty broad <laughs> range of stuff. Um, Sounds be- like it. Because we have a fairly broad range of interests too. So um, also, yeah, listen to uh, our show, You Love to See It, which is a movie uh, movie podcast. And uh, a lot of people got really mad at us today. It was actually really funny. Um, they did, they're doing a creature feature month. So like all just like horror movies. And they did Crawl, which was about a uh, gator or crocodile. Oh, I think. yeah. And um, so our social person tweeted, you know, just like, what's scarier than an alligator nothing this is the scariest thing there is like as like just like a stupid joke and people were just like uh humans um and then one guy at least was like you are contributing to the genocide of alligators with this kind of comment oh is that what that was yeah yeah. because i saw you guys had to like put out a statement yeah then we we put out a notes apology that was like we are so sorry for besmirching the name of alligators and like we are truly the worst animals because no no other animal posts and and we do. Mm. Um, we're so sorry. Point. So terrible. Um, but it's a good podcast and it attracts sickos sometimes. But um, that's fine. But yeah, podcastsnet.work cool. or just fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Just just check them out. And then any any uh, social media you want to throw out there? Yeah, I mean, like I'm at Merrick K. Um, fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. It's not at fanbite that's just some guy and jack won't give it to us because he's too busy taking danny devito's check mark away which is why we are on twitter at real thought cops because there's this guy sitting on no. at thought cops for like six years hasn't posted hick from the sticks yeah that that's okay that bio. to me is like it's like um it's like leaving housing vacant. It's like, it's a moral issue. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. Like the government should step right. in and redistribute these usernames to people who are going to make use of them. Um, and I think everyone will be better off as a result. That's what I'm did. saying. We got our eye on you, Chris. Anyway, uh, let's, let's go ahead and play these voicemails on. And good evening to you thought cops. Kevin and Grant, it is I, Leo the Incredible, calling into your voicemail, as I usually do. Oh, we know. I hope everything is going well. Yes. Hello, Grant. Hey. Hello, sir. Hey. I want you to look at Kevin and shake your head in shame. Kevin? What the fuck? Lower decks. I know you are not the Trekkie, <laughs> but lower decks, I know you were joking, but I can't forget it. That's the one you would start with? <laughs> Star Trek, you would start with lower decks. My God, man, you're insane. You, you just, you would, you would take something so precious and you would see it destroyed. You would smash it under your lower. De- oh, I, I'm beyond words. Never seen I, it. Never heard I, it. I am so devastated that that it was a joke. I know it was a joke, but I can't accept it as a joke. Kevin, go watch Wrath of Khan and get back to me. Kevin, I, I, I don't know what to say. Grant. What? Make words happen for me and shake your head in disappointment. Gentlemen, I hope you have a great night. <laughs> Thank What's, you, Leo. Okay, making words happen. What's this nerd shit? So, I put up this post on uh, Twitter last night where I was like, it's interesting how everybody who consumes and interacts with TV shows now is like aware of the TV season. Like, oh, there's a new season of whatever dropped on Netflix. But it's like back in the day... We really didn't know that terminology, like seasons of TV shows, because like, I guess yeah, because you would just turn on TV and it'd just right, right. Be like sometimes time. the episodes were new, sometimes they were reruns. Like typically, if it was like a prime time show, you knew that the new episodes came back in the fall. They ended in the spring. 
And really the term like seasons of TV wasn't like mainstream popularized until like DVD box sets started coming out. Like, sure. Because I remember like getting the Simpsons season one DVD box set in like 2001. And I'm like, oh, a season. Okay. That's just like a, you know, the year that that was out. And then they call them series in Britain. I don't like that. I'm just going to go on record and say I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Because a series to me is the whole thing. A season is like, you know... Yeah, like a, chunks. A, a season. Like a season of the year. Like, and like Low-Res, uh, Low-Res Wonderbread uh, responded to me and he said something along the lines of like, back in the day when we had VHS collections only, it was like best of compilations were all the rage. And they were they would just have like a tape that had three right, random episodes right. on it of whatever Wait, show. So what does this have to do with so Star anyway, Trek? Anyway, so Leo responds and he says uh, that it was better back in the day with uh because he mentioned star trek as an example where they just kept pumping out episodes all the time and i was like well i i kind of prefer the newer method where nowadays it's like a lot of shows only they don't go for like 25 30 episodes and then stop like it's like right they just sit down they write a good 13 and they make sure they're all like you know of a certain quality and they come back maybe a year or two later and he was saying that i guess for star trek quantity over quality where he says the better star trek shows are the ones that had more episodes and the ones that had less episodes were not as good and i'm like well i'm not really a trekkie uh, leo i'm sorry i'm not i never really got into it right. uh, i'm like where, where should i start how about that new cartoon lower decks because I, I just know he doesn't like it right and so he he flipped the lid on me you I, triggered I, him as you could as you guys could hear he really went off on my ass you triggered him yeah that show is so Sorry, am I? Is I? No, I no, no, I, I, no you're good. I couldn't actually Take hear the call, so I'm not sure if I'm still supposed to be. Oh no, no. you we, no, we should have been. Uh, oh, I thought I'd piped it into Well, the... I I basically long windedly summed up the whole thing anyway, but we'll try to get the next one. You can hear it, but anyway, he was saying that. Um, so lower decks is like this, like a yeah, no, a, I know it. Rick, Rick and Morty kind of. It looks really Star cringe. Trek, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess some people say it's good, but again, I'm not really I'm not really a Star Trek fan. I'm not against the idea of getting into it. So he says, check out Wrath of Khan. Is that really the best place to start? Correct. I know Leo's in the like chat it. here. Maybe you you can correct me. And I yeah, I've heard that's yeah, a good it is one. Critically I would say like I would say Deep Space Nine is like a good series to start with. That's what I started with because it's like the least Star Trek Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's like just, an easier like entryway. Yeah, I mean, like, the only thing is you might be, like, let down if you watch other stuff after it because it's so good mm. that, like, the others... Because basically what happened was, um, what's-his-name died um, before they started Deep Space Nine, and he had said, Gene like... Gene Roddenberry? Gene Roddenberry, and he was like, we can't have yeah. conflict between crew members. It's not, it's not what the show is about. And when he died, they were like, now we can. So it's just like... <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Everyone lives on conflict an airport. Everyone lives on an airport, and, like, they're trying to rebuild after this colonizing force has left this like deeply religious planet and um, everyone has like a really strong personality and like their own goals and stuff and motivations. And they like come into conflict a lot. Um, but it has the best captain it has Ben Cisco who loves baseball. And there's a whole episode where they just play baseball. And you know what I do find interesting about star Trek is because I hear from so many people who are like big star Trek fans. What's cool about it is like, no one is like, Oh, here's the one best one. I, I hear different answers from everybody. Like, yeah, uh, Do- yeah. uh, I'm sorry, Radbert text in the chat saying Next Generation is his favorite. Um, Next Generation is really yeah. good. Yeah. I haven't seen the original series. I've only seen Deep Space Nine and TNG. I'm not like a huge Star Trek person, but like I did like both of those series. Um, 
there are like guides too. Cause like the thing is with when they were cranking out a lot of those shows, a lot of the episodes like weren't very good. So like you mm. can find like guides that are basically like, okay, you can skip these. And if you want to go back later and watch them, you can, but right. this is just an episode where everyone gets space drunk and data fucks. So like nothing really happens. I mean, that is a big deal. That sounds but, like, good. I, I know enough about data yeah. to say if he fucked, I, I, that'd be, that might be kind of fun to watch. He did. He did. I mean, he did. I think he did on a few occasions. But. but I'm also like of the mindset where I'm like very like chronologically minded with a lot of stuff. Where I want to, yeah. if I want to like I get, get that, into something, yeah. I'm like, I want to start at the beginning. I know for a lot of stuff, it's like, well, you know. I know people usually advise against that. I remember trying to do that with Doctor Who and like some of the early shit, like, like way back from oh the 60s God. and 70s. Yeah, like the yeah. first Doctor stuff. And it's yeah. just like, it's my mom watched that stuff growing slow, up. It's, yeah. yeah. Nico brings yeah. up a very good point. She says, Kevin, that is anime brain speaking. <laughs> She's 100% right. And that's why I, yeah. lo- I fucking love anime and manga so much, just because it's like, Hey, I want to. I want to get into uh, One Piece, for example. It's like, where do I start? I don't yeah. have to give you this like list of uh, things to skip. Right, where to start, right, where to yeah. jump Chapter one, episode one. Just go there and yeah. You know, and, it's uh, like there's course, a lot of it, yeah. but you can finish it. Like you can just watch the whole thing or read the whole thing. Whereas, like I, the most I've ever been into like American comics is just like checking in on Wikipedia occasionally. Like oh, I wonder what Wolverine's up <laughs> yeah. to. Oh, he died and then came back as um, a dinosaur, and now um, he's pregnant. Oh, cool. Okay, um, but like, I'm not gonna read all these comics because like none of them, like, it's not. I don't know. And th- now movies are yes. becoming this too, right? Is they're just becoming like this ongoing thing that like never ends, and there's never like any kind of conclusion. You have to follow. You have to watch all these different movies to know what's happening. And I'm like, no, fuck off. Yeah. Tell, just tell me a story. Yeah, I like the approach of just like self-contained sort of things. I mean, I think that there's like a time and place for stuff, but there's so much stuff where it's just like you make the self-contained story and then it's over. And if you want to be involved to a certain point after it, like I think that like the Breaking Bad is sort of yeah. like a good thing where it's like, yeah, you can watch this. You can watch this. Right, They're sort yeah. of intermingled or whatever, but like you don't have to. I don't, and like, I want, I want to say know. that, like, I from what I can tell, Star Trek is kind of the same thing. And I'm guessing that, honestly, probably Breaking Bad writers took cue from that sort of thing. Where it's like, oh, I'm sure that there's a lot this, of that type of stuff. We have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, there are, there are connections between the... Like, there are some connections. And, like, sometimes there are, like, episodes where, like, people from a past series will show up. It's, like, mm. very small, though. And, like, most Star Trek is pretty episodic as well. So you don't like DS9 and later ones get more like, you know, a season is telling a story. But most of like the original series and TNG are just like, we're having a wacky space adventure. Um, and that can be really fun, too. Maybe one of these days I'll uh, I'll dive into any of the <laughs> thousand <laughs> suggestions of where to begin. Um, and let's hit the next voicemail, though. And then we'll make sure. Um, what was the issue? Uh, Merit? I don't know if you were. Oh, yeah. Um, I think do you have to click watch stream again yeah uh, sleep sleeps. science was saying oh okay yeah sorry that's my bad or something no it's cool i it's like i guess it, okay yeah no, Discord I see is this not the greatest platform. Now. no it's not it works it it works for us uh it's not good it's not a good work for you us you know i wanted but. to mention earlier like really quick have you seen yeah. that danny devito commercial for discord for discord no i didn't yeah, watch it but i just so saw bizarre. when i logged on to discord they were like we made, we made a video discord the movie danny devito's here it's like okay. yeah weird i might be taking away that key to the city i'm just kidding <laughs> let's hit this one grant i can't believe it's like the 2000s again because 
uh, mostly TikTok, but Twitter does this too. I just get recommended blatant pro-anorexia and eating disorder content all the time. Like, it'll be like, it'll be like, here's my outfit, but it's very clearly a body check because they start with like their frail body and I'm not really sure emaciated and then that's a lot of they'll eat their, 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 oh the best are like what I eat in a day and it's like here is a leaf here is my coffee 700 calories this is so silly what the fuck this is so fucked up like it, just, it doesn't matter who we can block these people just keep showing up really really freaking cool you gotta learn to start using that uh, block button so I I I, I, I kind of caught that. I, I guess I, that eating or eating disorders are now once again in vogue or oh, something. Well, oh my god! Like, it's yeah. Journal like all over again. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's sort of what she's saying, more or less. Um, oh, by the two thousands coming back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I must have missed. I, I never got a live journal. I never. I missed out on that one. The only thing that I really participated in is I read Billy Corgan's live journal. <laughs> that was a trip. Wow. Yeah. That guy got up to some stuff. Yeah, he's still up to some stuff. Nothing yeah. good, but um, he's up to stuff. Definitely. Is he still on Live Journal? No. I feel like Live Journal is mostly Russians at this point because a Russian company bought them in like the mid two thousands, and I think it's become oh. like a really popular platform there. Huh. Yeah, my first uh, social media was Zonga. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure mine was MySpace. Yeah, I got MySpace like shortly after that i think i was an early adapter to high school age facebook because i think for a while facebook was only like college but then you needed to like send people invites yeah i think i got yeah i got one in high school too it was like 2007 maybe i got one yeah probably around the same time yeah i can't i cannot okay i can't imagine being in high school and having social media i like i i Whenever I like see people like being hard on Zoomers and stuff, I'm just like, can you imagine growing up like having social media your whole life? It sounds horrible. Like nothing you do yeah. will ever be forgotten by anyone. Like I was just posting on forums and stuff. I had a MySpace in high school, and like that's yeah, about forums it. Too, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. like posting on forums, and you weren't using your real name. You were just like mm-hmm. doing whatever. Now it's like you have a Facebook as a teen. Like you're gonna say some dumb shit. And like, I guess probably teens are getting better at not doing that, but it's just like, I, I think so because they've seen how our generation fail so yeah. hard. They're like, okay, yeah. well, it's you know, right? I think, uh, yeah, MySpace was also like a very insular website, and like you had to like be friends with people to see things, and you couldn't really you like to a certain extent and stuff like that. Like you could sort of curate yeah. what you shared and what you didn't share. And I feel like nowadays it's like, yeah bunch of kids are into like tiktok and stuff and that just goes out to anybody that goes out to strangers like you know i think myspace was your pages were public unless you chose to set them private like kind of like twitter right but then i think you could also like share certain like like they had like the bulletins and stuff like that yeah. and i think that those were like among your friend groups and stuff and what was nice about like that era because i don't think it was i mean like uh, there, yeah there's still some you know aspect of like toxic cyberbullying or whatever the case but we weren't constantly, we weren't, we had our phones and stuff. You know, it was like, I'd get home, maybe I'll check it for like an hour after school. And like, then right. I, I turn it off and I, whatever, you know. Go play I video games. Sit on AIM and do whatever. Right. But it was definitely, you know, not the same like impact 
that yeah. we're seeing now, of course. Well, yeah, it was like the internet used to be a place that you would go, like that you would check in on, that you'd be like, oh, I'm going to turn on my... I'm like, if you're ancient, like me, you would have a dial-up modem and be like, I'm going to log on to the internet and like, you know, message my friends on MySpace or like check the newest mm-hmm. posts on the site. And then, oh, like my family has to use the phone and the internet costs money. So I have to right, log off. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it was a place that you that you went. And now it's sort of just like invaded physical reality, right? It's like, it's mm-hmm. like another layer of reality, which is... that's. Yeah, we talk about that a lot on this show. About it, it does seem to be like one of those uh, like things that science fiction writers wrote about in like yeah. the 60s and 70s that definitely eventually just came to fruition in a lot different of a way that we would have thought of. Right. Like, I think that that's where people would look at things like uh, like fucking Pokemon Go and whatever, and they'd be like, oh, augmented reality. And it's just like, I don't think that augmented reality is that like there's a character that you can point your camera at. I think that augmented reality is the fact that you're just on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Like that just never stops. It's just always there. It's just right, intermeshed yeah. with the fucking real world now. It's a lot less exciting than I thought that it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's the unfortunate reality of how a lot of sci-fi stuff works out. Like, you know, we're all reading William Gibson, like, yeah, I'm gonna go on to like the net and do all this cool stuff, and it's like no, it's right. mostly just um, people having bad opinions and and um, yeah, yeah, it's like race hate watch- and stuff. <laughs> right, like we watched the Jetsons as kids, and we're seeing them flying around in like uh, hover cars and stuff like that. But what we didn't see was like the social media they had. Right, you know, it was right. probably it's probably obnoxious. No, they went, they we had, had the good ending of of late capitalism. They went into like the good way, where like no one invented that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, they they just they took the fifties and they're like, "What if the fifties were in outer space?" And it's like, that's what yeah, everyone always does, though, right? It's like it's so hard to predict yeah. what the future's going to look like. Everyone always just like, "Oh, it'll be like this, but with more chrome or with like jumpsuits or, right. or whatever." Right? Still waiting for those to come in style. Yeah, there's uh, there's this like I think I talked about that uh, that writer that talked about acid communism a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. and he had like these these like really fascinating opinions on like hauntology and the idea that we've sort of killed off the future because we can no longer sort of engage with what we envision the future to be in any sort of meaningful way. And that, that scares me. Are you, uh, are you talking about, um, Mark Fisher? Mark Fisher. Yeah. I've been meaning to read his stuff. It's really interesting. I, I've been in that mode of thinking for a while now. I feel like, um, COVID has put a lot of people in that mode of thinking. Like I spent a lot of COVID uh, doing cat and listening to city pop and just being like, nice man, what even is like, and city pop is like a really weird dissociative genre because it's like evoking a past or like evoking a future that like never. Yeah. 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 Um, Right. And uh, it's, it's one of the weirdest genres of music to listen to when you're on a dissociative drug. Cause you're just like, you feel like out of time. You're just, what is, what is the future? Yeah. Like, and you, yeah. Like that idea of like not being able to conceive of the future, I think is also like really true. It's city pop is kind of like, uh, you said like the Jetsons with the fifties in the future. And the city yeah. pop is like, what if eighties Japan in the future? Yeah, right. absolutely. There's, there's a lot of those types of genres that are like that sort of vapor wavy sort of retro yeah. wavy. Like it's all sort of, you know? Yeah. 
Well, that also wraps up our voicemails for the episode. Hey, if that inspired you, go ahead and give us a call, 312-788-7361, or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, throw us a few bucks over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. You can get all the extra bonus content we got on there, and you can hang out here in the live chat, watch the live video, participate, be a part of the episode. It's a lot of fun. And that also wraps up the episode as well. So, Merritt, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Glad to hear. I'm glad to hear. And thank you, everybody, for listening or watching or do whatever the hell you want to do to consume our content. We'll see you next time. See you, Space Cop. Space Cop.